0: Chief Economist Lum Kilemondi expects revenue shortfall to continue, for a while mainly driven by low economic growth. He says Finance Minister Titum Boweni will have to walk a tightrope as he presents his mid-term budget.
1: So we expect the revenue shortfall to continue as we've seen in the past few years, mainly driven by low economic growth. It's a long process of reforming the state, of making sure that the government services can collect accordingly. And driving a growth strategy. So -hmm. really, there's nothing much we can do there. The issue that has to be done is a political decision where ministers have to cut costs and to focus on key areas. I don't think that the economy is going to grow rapidly given our our GDP potential, which is estimated about 1%.
0: Mondi says Mboweni will have to be tough on wage and expenditure increases. We've seen that 5%,
1: 6%, 7% decreases. In expedition from all the government departments in the next three years. Those are areas of weaknesses. We which require decisive action from the Minister of Public Administration. We cannot continue keeping these um, floating through public expenditure to be self-sufficient.
0: So ESCOM and its impact on the economy will be the big elephant in the room. Government is unlikely to announce any cash injections to state-owned enterprises, SOEs. Mboweni has over the past expressed his concerns regarding the growing debt in many of the country's SOEs, particularly ESCOM. He has stressed the need for state companies to borrow for investment rather than for operational expenses. Escom has already received 59 billion rand in additional funding and is yet to explain its plans to restructure the ailing entity. South African Airlines also received over 5 billion rand in capital injection this year. Debe Scott is CEO of Cornerstone Infrastructure. He says it is important for government to announce how the splitting of Escom into generation, transmission, and distribution will take place.
2: I think, as far as the medium-term budget is concerned, the 59 that has been um, requested has been granted, uh, and you know that will flow uh, pretty soon. The is what is not clear is the extent of conditions that is attached to that, and there was talk about um, a whole suite of conditions that Eskom will have to uh, comply with to be able to qualify for that. But I don't think there is any talk of any additional flows to ISCOM right now over and above the
0: 59. Meanwhile, tax experts say government is unlikely to make announcements for new taxes. This as the consumer remains tightly squeezed and tax Brian Denhai is a tax expert with Weber Wenzel.
3: If you look at what is the breakup of our tax pie currently, personal income tax accounted for 38% of collections. Company income tax Twenty percent in value added tax, twenty four, and then it really was uh, the other bits and pieces which accounted for the rest. And it's it's difficult to see how, given the very very slow economic conditions, how we're going to increase any one of those uh, three pillars.
0: Danhai says Mboweni will probably address ways to make tax collection more efficient and discuss ways of stabilising SARS.
3: Looking at ways of reform and getting boost and stimulation to the economy from an economic reform point of view um, is really what's needed. And there's obviously been uh, a lot of press around Chitam Baweni's strategic plan in that regard and what that reform is going to look like, and there's going to be a lot more coming out of that on Wednesday. What's going to be done to implement those measures is going to be key. I think that's where we have fallen short. If we simply implemented 30% of what we say we're going to do, that in itself would move the needle.
4: That's tax expert Brian Dennehy ending that report by Amina Akram in Johannesburg. Meanwhile, Kasato says it wants the Finance Minister Tutu to present a mini-budget that has targets and timeframes. we joined on the line by Kasato's Parliamentary Coordinator, Matthew Parks. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. First, take me through some of the key issues that you want the Minister of Finance to clarify in his mini-budget.
2: Um, I think three main issues. Um, look, we're in a, probably the worst economic crisis we've been in for a decade. We have 40% unemployment. Um, thousands of workers are being retrenched every month across sectors of the economy. We have 400,000 matriculants entering the economy every year, and yet we've got one, less than 1% economic growth, It's uh, jobless growth. So I think we really want to hear a clear plan in the government on how are they going to turn the economy around, um, create jobs, and so on. We had a very good progressive uh, presidential job summit in October last year. Very progressive agreements, but we haven't seen much action by government or by business to implement those agreements. I think that's the main thing for us. But look, also the state is in a mess. Um, we have SOEs which are on the verge of collapse. We need to see clear plans from government on how they're going to save and stabilize ESCOM especially, but also the smaller ones, SABC, SAA, SA Express. And then the PRASA, uh, RAF, et cetera. We haven't had clear plans in government on how to stabilize these SOEs, and they play a critical role in the economy. And we're simply learning at a time to save them. Mm-hmm. But, of course, government has to get its own finances into order. We lose about 10% of our budget every year to wasteful expenditure and corruption. There's about 50 billion grand in infrastructure expenditure, which has not been spent. Um... And we don't see much action by government to hold that. So it's very difficult to convince taxpayers to make more sacrifices when government is not getting their own house into order. So we need to see kind of precisely leadership on that front as well.
4: Sacrifices are very important. Last year, during his mini-budget, the, mini- the minister flagged the public sector wage bill as a fiscal risk. But you, as Kusato, disagree <coughs> with that at the time. How do you want, then, the minister to deal with this as part and parcel of savings in order to, to get to, to a point where we can breathe?
2: Look, I think first we need to have an uh, honest conversation based upon correct facts. The public service wage bill is stable about, at about 32-35% of to the, of the budget each year. In '94, we had 1 million public servants and 34 million people. Today, we have 57 million South Africans and only about 1.1 million public servants. So it's actually not ballooned control. The ballooning that has taken place has been at management level, which consumes about 38% of the wage bill. There we would like to see cuts, and we'll be very happy if the minister can say that cabinet members will see a salary cut from 2.4 million rands to, you know, cut by a third, for example. We'd be very happy to see the number of councillors and MPs and MPLs and ministers being cut. Um, And I think if the government is really serious, they would even announce that the public sector entities and the SOEs will be put under one collective bargaining process with the public service. Mm -hmm. That's what they can do. But they shouldn't be blaming nurses and teachers and police officers who perform critical public services and earn about 200,000 rand a year. They shouldn't be blaming them and trying to squeeze them further.
4: So we have unemployment, we have SOEs that's in trouble, you also flagged SARS, but why is it important then for timeframes <coughs> and targets to be part of the proposed plans from the finance minister for Qusate?
2: Look, every year we have nice speeches, and a year later, nothing is done. Um, In the October mid-term Budget Statement of last year, many departments were very far behind in implementing their annual performance plans. The Department of Affairs, for example, had only achieved a quarter of its targets. You know every year that the Department of Basic Education promises to provide decent sanitation for all learners, yet they failed to come close to it. There's literally hundreds of schools today which don't have cheap toilets. So we really need to get a sense of Taxpayers know that the money that they work hard for in the government has, tax from them, is well spent. They, these departments make the good progress in their targets. that they create for themselves and that there's accountability. But so we find that tomorrow many departments well, are far behind on, on their target and there must be consequences for them.
4: Matthew, thank you so much for your time. That was Gazato Parliamentary Coordinator, Matthew Parks on the line.